This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hi everyone, you're listening to Thoughts and Theories on ORFM, where I'll delve deeper into the meanings and messages of films, books, TV shows and more. I'm Asha Ama Asri and let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Theories. How is everybody doing? I hope everyone's having a fantastic day, fantastic holiday, and just chilling and vibing. I know school is either about to start up again or it's already started. I'm not quite sure because I'm pre-recording this. Um, But if you are doing summer school, then I'm pretty sure you have already started. But I hope you guys have a great year with schooling coming up ahead. Uh, I know I'm kind of looking forward to it a little bit as well, even though I kind of pray that the school holiday will never end because even though I'm not really doing anything at home I'm still doing nothing at home in a way that I enjoy if you know what I mean instead of getting back into routine and you know waking up early and going to class and stuff like that. I think the great thing I love about uni is that because we are more flexible with what we want to do, our classes are a little bit more chill, even if the workload is a lot more stressful, and it kind of weighs a little bit more than high school. But I definitely enjoy university a lot more than high school, because high school is like, it's it's an, you wake up early, and it's 9 o'clock in the morning until 3 o'clock, maybe 5 if you've got like after school activities or anything and it's five days of the week every day the same thing and it's so rigid you know I feel so when it comes to university sometimes you could be busier I mean like actually generally you are busier with university but in terms of the classes themselves I feel like there's a a little bit more flexibility and um well the cons of a little of university a little bit is because classes and lectures are generally so big it's kind of hard to meet people that will stick around indefinitely um like you know when you're in high school where everyone kind of shares the same classes same core classes and you kind of see each other every day it's kind of hard to see the same person once you like like once the year goes by like they kind of move around like everyone's got different schedules and it's just unless you're living in a flat maybe like that's probably easier or maybe if you're like in a frat or something like that I'm, I'm not quite sure but this is just from what my experience is but I don't say that that's too much of a downside um so I'm just looking forward to getting back to classes and you know meeting new people in you know, who kind of think similarly to me, you know, have the same passions. So that would be good. I think I don't really enjoy group projects as much, but sometimes, um, sometimes they can be a genuine blast, you know, aside from the stress, you know, um, cause sometimes you can find some really cool people to work with. Um, yeah, I, it, finding friends is difficult, but it's, not impossible. Like, I know how it will be for some people who live a very different life than us regular people who have to go to work, who have to go to school and stuff like that. No, I'm not talking about normal people. I'm talking about the celebrities, okay? And that leans in perfectly into what I'm going to be talking about today, which is the celebrities curse. We all know celebrities, right? Celebrities are famous. Celebrities are awesome. They're beautiful. They're talented. And we generally watch their lives unfold before our very eyes. And the celebrities are just a spectacle to watch. They're entertainment in itself. And um, you kind of envy them. You kind of look up to them and you kind of want to be them. Or maybe you kind of want to be in a relationship with them in a way. I don't know. Like you find them uh, physically attractive or you think that their personality is really cool and you like to watch montages of them doing whatever, right? 
Celebrities seem to have it all. They've got money, they've got fame, they've got repu- like they've got reputation, and they just seem to be living the supreme high life, if you know what I mean. You know, while we're here, kind of stuck at home, having to get ready to our nine to five job, this celebrity is vibing in their private mansion, in their own private island, and they're like watching TV, or maybe they're doing yoga, or they just like don't, you know, they're doing something that you kind of want to do, and you're not. Like, maybe they're going out on a holiday to the Maldives. Maybe they're going out skydiving in, like, Greece or something. Like, I don't know. They're they're going to these really cool, rich places. Or they've got something that you don't have, which, I don't know, generally maybe is money. Um, maybe it's beauty. Do you ever look at a celebrity um, and think, oh my god, I wish I had that body. I wish I had that face. Oh my god, they're so up to date with all the like latest fashion trends. I can't believe they have the new Gucci bag or, you know, whatever. Like, that's so notoriously hard to get access of. Like, it isn't just about money anymore. It's just like, even if you're rich, it's hard for you to get your hands on those things. And, and then you watch, like, like, in terms of, like, um reality tv shows are like you know like a tour of you know um what is that is a vogue vogue's like tour of the celebrities home or one of them at least while they answer questions like and you see their home and it's just like damn you live here and then you see their closet and it's just like there is a whole closet dedicated to just shoes and then there's a whole closet like dedicated to maybe just jackets or watches and it's like such wealth you know such envy like you can't help but envy them they've got everything you want to be them you want to live their life because their job doesn't even seem that hard it's just what standing in front of a camera acting all the time dude i would rather like like spend my time 24 7 in front of a camera acting rather than having to go to work go clean and you know deal with regular people stuff because clearly celebrities are above that regular people stuff you know um, and, like, whatever these celebrities are famous for, whether that's acting, a music career, or, um, I don't know, reality TV, it doesn't matter. It always just seems a lot easier than what we have to deal with. We regular people, normal people have to deal with, like, on the day-to-day. Uh, like, songwriting. I would love to just sit in my mansion and just write breakup songs about my latest heartbreak or something and then put it out there and get millions of, like, dollars in return. Like, that just seems, that seems awesome, right? Like, tell me who doesn't want to live that life, you know? Tell me who doesn't want to, like, per- like be characters of, like, iconic books and novels and um, TV shows and just, like, embody these characters and bring these lovable characters to life for the people to love. Like, it seems so... I don't know, fake? Because it's so idealistic and it's so beautiful. No way it's real, right? It's gotta be fake. And, yeah, it is fake. The celebrity life is not what you think it is, you know? You can't really... Yeah, you, you don't really understand the true magnitude of sacrifices that celebrities have to make. This is not me kind of defending them, especially if they're not great people, but this is just me kind of trying to understand celebrities. And obviously, uh, I'm not a celebrity myself, so I don't know, this is all conjecture. This is all just me being curious. And I noticed that um, that sometimes celebrities kind of get it rough, you know? It's kind of tough living out as a celebrity because, yes... You get, like, money, privilege, uh, prestige, but you kind of trade that out for a life of privacy, for um, actual genuine intersocial relationships, and um, I think happiness. I think 90% of the celebrities I see on TV aren't actually happy. Like, they're happy, of course. They're happy about their achievements. They're happy about the prestige that they have gained. But I'm talking about genuinely happy and content in the way that us regular people would have more chances of finding. And that's because generally, I'm not obviously all these things I'm saying doesn't apply to everyone. I think generally it's like 
you get these things like that you as a regular person you get these things that celebrities don't actually get um we're envying the celebrities because they have something that we can't have and the celebrities are envying us because we have something they don't have and you might be wondering asha what the hell do we have that they don't they've got the freaking like latest um jimmy choose or they've got the latest ferrari and they just shook hands with like um all these like famous famous people i'm pretty sure they're pretty like happy with where they're at and hey maybe maybe some of them are maybe they are um who am i to say but like i said they don't have privacy not like we do we kind of there's a lot of things that we enjoy that celebrities can't like just going out for a walk to the park for some fresh air people watching and going to the store to buy some things because no way can a celebrity do that without getting recognized without getting followed without being hounded to ask for questions and like autographs and like oh my god will you marry me and like all that stuff they can't even do normal grocery store things like it's it's kind of crazy and it's like why would you want to go to the grocery store when you can have someone else do it and it's like because you're treated as such other such like you're put on a pedestal by these people by us um celebrities tend to crave a normal life because that's something that they don't have it's i think it's just genuinely it's just normal human nature to crave for something that you don't have you know you can have something but you still will not be satisfied it's just we as humans we're just generally ungrateful for the things that we have because we're always seeking for the next for the next good thing you know what i mean but like um I know like like for example for an ex- um example Michael Jackson he he rented out an entire supermarket hired loads of actors to pretend to be normal people just shopping in a grocery store so that he wouldn't get hounded and then he would walk down the aisles of the grocery store with a cart in hand and then look at the aisles and then put them in the cart and then go to the cashier buy them and leave that is literally what he did. He rented a supermarket and he also got actors to pretend to be normal people. So for just for a second, he could pre- he could understand what it was like to be a normal person. Because he has never felt that. He's been a star since he was a kid, a part of the Jackson 5. I won't get too much into Michael Jackson. I won't even use much of his examples. But I just had to use that example. Because it's just so saddening and so wild to me. Like, you you don't have privacy to that extent. That you have to hire people to pretend to be normal. Damn, like, I don't... Like, if that's what being a celebrity is like, then I kind of don't want it. You know what I mean? Um, Michael Jackson is just a landmine of, like, lots of, like crazy examples and i'll just be using that for this episode i still got another episode that i wanted hopefully wanted to talk about with my brother um and we'll be talking about like um michael jackson and his curse of being a celebrity and how that like kind of backlashed on him and how that affected his later life because man was 50 years old when he died he was quite young and there was like suspicious circumstances and i genuinely think that there would be a lot to talk about i've put a lot of thought into the other episode and now it's uh, for the next michael jackson episode it's finally time to put in the theories <laughs> sorry <laughs> i had to i had to put that in anyway sorry okay enough about michael jackson but yeah so celebrities they live a double life um it's kind of like not being able to get away from the cameras once you start rolling it's like you kind of once you enter the proverbial doors of celebrity life you can't get back out that door slams shut right in front of you right behind you and no matter how much you jingle the door it's gonna stay wedged shut and you cannot regret your decision you cannot go back and that is just you just gotta live with it and you gotta make your own grave sort of thing the things that celebrities have to deal with is actually wild 
Think about stalkers, people who love you so much that they want to consume every single part of you, even beyond the public persona that you have put out on the internet. You know, you've got this persona of being this really cool, like, loving or fun guy or whatever, but yet people are so in love with this fake persona that you've put out online that they're willing to stalk and dedicate all their time and attention into... um finding out where you live you know finding out your loved ones and all that and then like sending you these letters professing their love or whatever and it's just like that's so scary like obviously normal people deal with stalkers as well but it's less likely for that to happen to the general populace you know what i mean and for those out there who are listening and have dealt with stalkers or maybe a little bit too of an obsessive like, person who has had a crush on you and just won't leave you alone and just won't take no for an answer. That's kind of, like, what having a soccer is like. And imagine that, but you're a celebrity, so you've got more than one stalker that you always have to guard yourself around, right? This is... The t- I'm talking about genuinely terrifying people who will break into your house, steal your underwear, and, like, make a shrine dedicated in their house, filled with your weird-ass things, Because it's stuff that no one else can have. And it's just, like, that's so crazy. Like, imagine that. Like, having to keep an eye out for stalkers and people who have been watching you their entire time. Like, spending all their wealth on everything that you have ever created. Just, like, just so that they could, like, look at you for a second longer. And the thing is, though, some of those stalkers are rich people. Like, I'm talking about those really, really rich, like, elite people. So they're able to afford your, like, your time for, like, a private concert. Imagine how rich you have to be, by the way. But some some of those stalkers can be those people. And generally, the richer you are, the weirder you are. That's, like, from my experience, like, that's true. Because you're so disconnected from reality and you're so unhappy. Genuinely, I think the richer you are, the most, the more unhappy you are. You're, like, have you not realized that? Rich people are so freaking bizarre, man. Like, dude, like, it's just so weird. Rich people are so weird. Like, they do the weirdest things. They buy the most dumbest things. And you kind of just think it's such a, they're such a waste of, like, resources. (laughs) Okay, okay, that sounds really cruel. Oh, my God. Maybe, maybe my prejudice is getting too strong there. Um, okay, ignore what I just said. But... I genuinely think that rich people are really weird because they don't know how to handle life like normal people do. You know what I mean? Like, um, have any of you guys played The Sims games? Like, you know, where The Sims games, for you guys who don't know, is basically a life simulation where you play this character and this character could be based off of your life or maybe, like, a completely different life, like you're a celebrity or something. And it's basically just that. You live a day-to-day life you go to work maybe you want to get married and then you have kids and you got to buy a house and you've got money to buy a house and stuff like that it's just a life simulation you know and there's always these really cool houses and you got to work really hard to go to work and stuff like that and it's just really it's a generally fun game right but there's always that phase in your life especially when you i was younger like we used to do these cheats because it was a lot easier to cheat the system back then than it is now um, because the game was a lot worse back in the day, and like you know, you would go on YouTube and like how to uh, and like how to get cheats on like how to get um, unlimited amount of money, right? And then most of them don't work, and most of them ends up getting your like device hacked or whatever. But like on the low chance that you actually find a hack that works before it was taken down, boom! Suddenly you've got unlimited money, and you are the richest like loser on earth. And on this game, anyway, you're you're so rich, you don't need to work, and you can have literally anything you want in this game. So suddenly, the how to work for a house is no longer like needed anymore. So we buy the most expensive, most coolest house out there in the Sims game, and then we get the coolest job, being a celebrity or something, or a secret agent. You get the richest or coolest like um, spouse, and then you have a kid that you can send to like a really really cool, um, cool, like, uh, lab or something, like, a cool school, and it's, like, really prestigious for rich people, and that's really fun for about, like, 30 seconds, because after that, what happens next? You've kind of defeated the purpose of the life simulation game, because now you're 
rich. You've gotten everything you've wanted. So what else is there to work for? What what what's the point of playing the game? There's nothing else that money can attain. You've got everything. So now you're just bored of playing the game and you kind of don't want to play the game anymore? Because you're so rich, you've gotten everything. You can you defeated everything. Nothing to work for, nothing to strive for. And that is just so interesting because that is a life simulation. It's not actual life, right? And you get bored and you can just quit the game and play a different one. But that's kind of like, that's a copy of what reality is. Reality, we have to go to work. We have to work for our goals to attain them, what we want, whether that is, you know, that car or that house or that spouse that you want because um, you want to build a family, you know, or maybe you're a career woman um, and you want that job. And so you got to work for it. You got to go to school for it. You got to get that PhD, you know, that sort of thing. Like there's always the next big step in order to get your general goal, right? And there's always side missions that you got to deal with in your day-to-day life, like, you know what I mean? Um, but if you're rich and you manage to get that hack um, where you've got that unlimited amount of money and you manage to get everything that money can get you, that super, super rich, like um, expensive celebrity, no, expensive mansion and a private island, you know, uh, you've got any anyone in the world, you've got the latest gadgets, you've got the latest cars, you've got the latest clothes. Now what? What is there to achieve in life? Like what what do you even do with your life with all that money? Like cuz you've got everything. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to to work for, you know? So that's why in my opinion, these rich pricks are so weird all the time because they don't find joy. They don't get that dopamine fix the normal way that we do, which is accomplishing tasks. They got to find different and more creative ways to find, to, to feel anything because they are so disconnected from reality and the daily people's struggles because they have everything they could, they could ever want. And that is why like genuinely, you know, like movies like the squid game and stuff like that. I genuinely think that's real. Like, this is my theory. I genuinely think that um, there's some sort of iteration of the Squid Game out there for the the world of the rich. People, I'm, I'm not talking about normal rich guys, like, who, you know, own, like, nine houses and, like, you know, um, loads of Lamborghinis and, like, no, 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 I'm not talking about the Emirates. I'm not talking about any just generally rich guy. I'm talking about the ridiculously rich I'm talking about the secret billionaires in the world that we have no, we don't have like the identities of. Because I am sure, I am sure that there are some sick mother effers out there, like genuine, genuinely rich people, and they've been able to keep their. And I, I genuinely think there's more than the billionaires that we know of today. Like obviously there's Elon Musk, and there's um, was it Steve Jobs or whatever? I don't know. Like. Is, are one of the Kardashian billionaires? I don't know. Um, like, they're, like, we know these billionaires, right? And that's gonna be the only, like, amount. I am sure that there are genuine billionaires out there who we don't have the identity of. Because as soon as their identity is out and up for scrutiny, I think they will be charged for multiple crimes. Because people who are have, like, all that money, like, genuinely i feel like there's like this underground society <laughs> i gotta sound like a, a loony bin right now but like hear me out hear me out i genuinely think that there's kind of like a underground society for these crazily rich people who are so disconnected to reality that they might as well be living on a different earth okay they've got their own separate functioning society and they've got their own uh, sets of rules and their own norms and stuff like that I'm talking about where money is so irrelevant that the black market for them is just the normal daily market, you know? They could just easily attain stuff like that. And again, they're so bored with life because they've got everything. They've got to find more unorthodox ways to get that fix. So why not play with people? There's no, they, they don't, 
that's more fun, right? Seeing your own kind suffer and go through really weird and terrible things for your own viewing pleasure, you know? See these other people scramble for the little bits of scraps, the money that you're able to throw at them like rats because they're under you, you know? And you find pleasure in that because for you, you can wipe your ass with that money and flush it down the toilet and it means nothing. But these people are willing to kill other people, willing to sacrifice their own morals, their own self of being just for a scrap of your scraps. Now that is a type of sadistic pleasure that I genuinely think exists in this world. And that is exactly the premise of um, Squid Game. Which is just so crazy, right? It's fiction. And it's it's a cool movie. It's a cool drama. But the idea of it being real is so wild. Like, stealing people off the streets who are genuinely so desperate that and so unmissed that if you went missing, no one will question it. And you're so desperate for money that you're willing to do everything. Anything. And then you get, like, subjected to, ba- like, human torture. For this money that these people probably make more in their sleep, you know? I genuinely think something like the Squid Game, even if it's not an exact iteration of that, I genuinely think that something like that is real and it's happening somewhere on this earth, like on some sort of private island or whatever. Genuinely, genuinely, I believe that with all my heart that there is some really screwed up things happening, going on out there in the world that we... The normal people are protected from, and we just don't know. And I'm glad that we don't know for it, you know? Um, but, like, spoiler for Squid Game, if you haven't seen Squid Game. Um, but, yeah, just a little bit of a spoiler. It turns out that this old man in the game, um, he's the owner? I, I don't know, I haven't seen Squid Game myself, but he's like... He was one of the investors. He was either the the owner of the game, like the creator of the game, or he was one of the investors. I'm pretty sure he was the creator. And he wanted... He has been watching these games go on for years and years and years, and he's just been curious himself. Like, what is it like to go through this sort of thing? So, he hid his identity as the creator of the game, and he entered as one of these rats, as one of these peasants fighting for this scrap of money, just to know how it feels. How crazy is that? Being so, so freaking rich that watching other people die, cutting off their own feet for this money, watching that happen for years and years and years, you're bored of that now. That was your own sadistic way of having fun, but you've lived, like, you've watched it enough that you're bored. Nothing entertains you anymore. So now you're like, I wonder what it's like. Because you're so morbidly curious, and you're so freaking bored that you would die for this. For this, just this little speck of interest in life. Because you're so disconnected from what's going on. And you're so freaking, I don't know. That is just not the life I want to live, man. And that old man went in the games, he managed to survive, and he and then he died. And he didn't even regret it. Because he was just like, bro, I've got so much money, dude. This was so fun. I was right. I'm so glad I did this. And then he died. And he, I don't know, he was just, he's just a bad person. Which is so weird because he's such, he looked like such a sweet old man. But no, he was, he was one of those weird old people. Dude, I don't know, man. Like, I genuinely think, oh god. Like, I'm repeating myself like a broken record, I swear. But it's just so weird for me to kind of comprehend and understand. Because the world of money sounds a lot like hell to me. Like, that is not... The more money you have, the more chained to this reality you are. And the more delusioned you are. And...
welcome back. Sorry about that wee mini segment at the end there, because uh, I definitely got way distracted and off topic, because we're talking about the celebrities curse, but, you know, celebrities, rich people, kind of on the same strain here, so, you know, regardless. I'll just go back to the topic at hand, though. I think last I was saying before I got, you know, distracted by weird rich people, um, is the whole idea of, um, what's it called, like, like, um, getting stalked and, like, not having privacy, right, as a celebrity, and, um, Sometimes those stalkers are those crazy rich people, right? So they've got enough money to buy your time for hours at a time, right? And so you can do a private concert and you can, like, serve them drinks and basically do... you Okay, just to ease, to make it, like, a little bit easier, you can literally buy celebrities if you're rich enough. It's, like, the unwritten rule. If you're rich enough, if you have enough money to pay by the hour, millions of dollars... You can buy the celebrity regardless on whether that celebrity wants you to or not. Because that is the life that celebrities have signed up for. That's why if you look at like K-pop idols, right? Um, how some people are will are like able to get like these private performances, or maybe you see these um um these idols on the streets with these like um like really rich people like who and they kind of hang out as friends, and these rich people, like, for, um, not just, like, yeah, like, like, um, and, like, the celebrities, yeah, like, get, um, taking pictures of, like, with, uh, paparazzi and stuff like that, and they're like, oh my god, of course, they're rich people, they, like, hang out with people of their own, right? Um, but, you know, half the time, only half of the time that's true, of course, people, like, that's why generally celebrities um hang like hang out with celebrities and they date celebrities like you know they're all they're all in their own circle so that makes sense but sometimes that's not true sometimes um you see a celebrity with a rich person and you think oh yeah now of course they're in the same strain of course they'll hang out with each other it's actually not true um and they're hanging out with that so uh, that rich person because they got paid to like there's genuinely like i've heard cases of like these young heirs or heiresses inviting celebrities to their birthday parties pretending to be their friends and stuff like that just for the sake of like having someone like i don't know like they've got the money to so why not right and it's i don't know it's just that was really weird to me um but i guess if you've got money then you know that's what you can though right but that's what i was saying about celebrity status though right you even though you don't want to do that, and you kind of don't want to pretend to be this person's friend, you have to, because of the amount of money that they're sending your way, you kind of have to. And even if you really, really don't want to, then your management or whatever, they're the ones who's going to say yes. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones who have got control over your autonomy. You know what I mean? Like, because they don't care about you. Your management does not care about you as a person. They've got loads of other celebrities under their care, okay? What they care about is money and how much money you can make them, which is seen by the amount of times that celebrities are being taken advantage of. Like, the ones that I can think of at the top of my head is, like, Taylor Swift. The whole reason why she's got, like, the Taylor Taylor's version, and I'm not just talking about management, I'm just talking about people around them in general. Like, the whole reason why Taylor Swift is re-releasing her songs and, like, relabeling them, uh... Taylor's version in brackets is because previously her old songs she doesn't actually own any rights to them she was just a kid and she managed to get conned out of like millions of dollars because of some dude right think about Kesha she was like she was like she went under the grid for a while because of like um things that went down I'm, I won't say specifics because I genuinely like don't know much about her situation but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with her management or the people around her and like again she had to do things that she did not want to do and she and like you know that that's like you know standard procedure and I kind of feel bad for what she had to go through and then with uh what's her face um the other one. So there's Taylor Swift, there's Kesha, and oh, there's Britney Spears. Like, she's she's gone through, like, we all know, like, she's gone through the mill. She's got, like, loads of things, like, being worried about. I think, I think mainly her issue, though, was, um, like, yes, her public perception, like, people who, you know, viewed her publicly, like, obviously had a lot of issues with her, but at the same time, like, she signed a contract with the management, um, that was so bad, so infamously bad that 
people in the industry nowadays call that type of contract the Britney Spears contract. And that is the type of contract where you sign away your soul. You don't have a right to life anymore. You know what I mean? And um, that's crazy. Imagine signing such a bad contract that did you such a disservice that that type of contract is, like, named after you now. Like, that's really weird. No, I mean, like, that's kind of a weird thing to be famous for, I think. But regardless. So these are all, like, these are all very public cases that we all know about, right? And it's just, it's things that we know about. And it's, like, obviously we hear about it and it's, like, sucks. Like, how is this stuff legal? But it is. It's legal. Somehow. Stuff like this is legal. And now they have to work hard to, like, undo that and, you know, go through lots of different legal loopholes in order to gain their life back. But I want you guys to understand, as terrible as these are, these probably aren't the worst of it. This is probably just the tip of the iceberg. And this is probably just what was released to the public. There is still so much more slave contracts going around that are so much more well-hidden and probably so much worse in treatment. And it's still, like, out there, you know? Stuff like that is still going on. And we probably don't have a clue on, you know, what was going on because they've managed to hide it so well. Or, like, you know you know how I said that um, there's, like, a whole separate society for rich people and, like, like there's only rumors of it, but you never really can get access to it unless you, you know the right people and you have money, right? Celebrities and rich people are sort of on the same strain. If you're famous enough... If you're, like, an A-list celebrity and you're famous enough, then you'll be able to know a little bit about this rich, like, reality. If you're if you're not a part of it already, if you know what I mean, you know? I genuinely think, though, um, like, this is my, like I said, this everything I'm saying is all conjecture. And um, I think from here on out, if you're of younger audience and you are going to high school or you're kind of younger than that, probably, like, this is goodbye for us for now. Like, for this episode, I think um, it's best to tune out from here uh, because I'll be going into some really crude, bad details and this, like, you know, this is, like, a little disclaimer. Um, and, you know, this goes, like, against human rights and all that nasty, nasty stuff. You know, think about anything bad. That's probably what I'm going to be talking about. So, bye, I guess. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. But for those of you who are staying around and tuning in, um, then, yeah, uh... I feel like celebrities, A-list celebrities, who are able to enter the rich, like, reality, then I would say that generally they're probably going to be the most bottom of the barrel, you know? Because I generally feel like celebrities just in general don't have their own autonomy. They can't do anything without permissions from their own management. And, um, yeah, so if they're rich enough to be able to enter the weird rich limbo then either they're gonna be one of the like the weird bad people or more likely than not i think they're gonna be the bottom of the barrel and they're gonna be like the pets to these rich people you know they've gained access to this world but not for their own like benefit but for the rich people's benefit you know and they'll probably like go through very degrading and terrible things themselves in there but sometimes there could be things that sometimes they are the bad people you know what i mean um, like, celebrities are chess pieces, in my eyes. They're chess pieces that are, or puppets, that are controlled by, like, a bigger being, like someone else, something else in the shadows. That could be their management, generally it is, um, or it could be someone else, bigger, more quieter, more in the shadows, and that is that crazy rich person. And they kind of dictate how you live your life, how you put your whole persona out there. Because um, that's that's what gets the most money. That's what gets the most views. Like for example, um, you know, you know, um, I talked about Victorious a lot uh, previously. But um, for those of you who know, uh, Victorious is like a young, young uh, like a kids show, and um, it's about wanting to get famous and stuff like that, right? So there's this one episode. I think it's either in season three or in season four. Um, where Tori, the main character, she wins a competition to open up for the Platinum Music Awards, which I think is, like, the Grammys or something. And, um, she's just a high school student, and she's, like, worked really hard for this. So she signs on, and then they're like, you can't tell anyone about this, not even your family, not even your friends. And you have to 
take on a completely different persona where you're an obnoxious, spoiled teenage rich girl where you, you know, um, you throw flip tables, you swear at people and you do all these things and everyone thinks she's obnoxious and stuff, but it's just a contract that she had signed and she can't get out of it, you know, and that is a sacrifice that she has to make if she wants to show her music and her talent to the world. And obviously it was satire and it was making fun of like that whole thing, but that stuff is actually real. If you think about like all these weird stunts that these celebrities pull or like, like their quick shift in character and stuff like that and how they present themselves to the world. Most of that is just exactly that. It's a character. It's a different angle that the management is trying to try and grab your attention because it works. Negative news might be negative, but there's still it's still news. It's still coverage. It's still money. It's still views. You know what I mean? Like you still get recognition even if it's not the good type. And if that's not for the good of celebrity, then who cares? The management doesn't care. You're not human to them. It does not matter. And that is kind of scary. Like, that is, that is kind of weird. It's, it's really like not being, like, when I say that you don't have rights over your own autonomy, I literally mean that. And when it comes to, like, problems in the world or um stuff like that you genuinely don't know how to think for yourself i think as a like i kind of view celebrities as this different different thing well different species no that's not right either <laughs> this sounds this makes me sound really bad but genuinely i i don't know genuinely i feel like they're not the right type of per like they're not the normal people so they're different right so it's um interesting to see how they live especially child celebrities and how they grow up and if we compare that to normal people and to them right so it's like very different compared side by side like they have very different perceptions of what is normal and like that's obviously fine because that is they are just a product of their own surroundings right but um the thing is about having a team to manage like what is um the latest trend like um that is most famous to wear what is the right thing to wear what is the right thing to say having a pr assistant to always script your lines for you you don't develop critical thinking i think you aren't able to think for yourselves aren't able to differentiate between common sense and just sense that is nothing you know what i mean like you can say the most wild and out of pocket crap and they'll think it's normal because for them it is you know and it's like like uh, the perfect <laughs> most like um perfect example for this is like especially when um like issues and like um world news is happening like bad things are happening in the world like with the whole uh genocide that's happening in um occupied palestine right in gaza and stuff um when like how some celebrities have responded to what you just know they're kind of idiots a little bit um like for example justin bieber um when and i talked about this in my previous like um uh talk about uh this whole like genocide issue um and basically we found out what was happening in gaza and then he had posted in like a story on instagram and i think it was saying something along the lines of like all solidarity solidarity to all those who have lost their lives in israel or something like that right and then he sent this picture of this kid of these kids and uh, surrounded by rubble and stuff like that and um which is all sweet and all until you realize <laughs> that um the picture that he had forwarded was actually a picture of um kids in gaza not in Israel, um, which is so funny because it's so dumb. Like, how could you be that stupid? How could you make such a mistake sort of thing, right? And you can tell that he probably just got, like, a text from his, like, PR team or something like, oh, people are calling for celebrities to answer on this. Let's wait a few days, see if it blows over. It doesn't blow over. And they're like, okay, so uh, because Israel is, you know, sponsoring us and like making you a lot of money, then we can't, we gotta, we kind of can't, um, we kind of can't go back on this. And so in order not to lose their sponsorship and their funding or whatever, um, we gotta support them regardless of these you know, thousands of people dying at their hands, you know, but it is what it is, right? You want money? Here. They've got the money. So, uh, here, uh, say something about Israel. And then he's like, A-OK. -okay. 
And then he does it, but he manages to do it in the most stupid way possible. Because he managed to do a picture of Gaza instead of Israel. Obviously, all I'm saying here is conjecture. I'm not actually... This is me theorizing. Um, I don't claim that this is true. This is just me hypothesizing. I'm not saying that this was officially said. So if anyone is listening, don't sue me, please. <laughs> this is just this is just me thinking like um, this could possibly be true, but I'm not saying it is. I'll just repeat that now. This is not necessarily true, okay? This is just me thinking about it, theorizing, as is my show, okay? Anyway, back to that now that I've successfully avoided a lawsuit um, and possibly, like, a target on my family's lives. Um, basically, like, it could... It's the dumbest thing that you could ever do, but it could also be possibly be low-key genius because let's say and i'm not giving justin bieber this much credit but my author brain just can't help but think of this right let's say that he is conscious of the fact that he is merely a puppet and he has no control over what he says and he has to do this or he loses his job right um and he loses his way of like life um he knows he has to do it but that doesn't mean he has to do it well he's already garnered a reputation of kind of being an idiot anyway so just because, and he knows it's wrong, supporting Israel rather than Palestine. So maybe what he did was he did exactly as his PR team told him. And he was just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm so sorry for the lives that I lost in Israel. And then he purposely put a photo of Gaza to make thing to make the headlines, to make news and bring more attention to it. Because while he can't specifically say the right thing to his followers, he will do the best he can. That is a big brain moment if that is what he did. Though, personally, I genuinely doubt that is... I genuinely doubt that was that thought out. Because, I don't know, he doesn't look, really look like someone who would do that. But, hey, I could be wrong. And if he did do that, props, he did his best. But if not, then um, he's just an idiot. You know, it is what it is. But, like, me, as someone who loves to, like, make theories and just look deeper and just to... And I love writing. I love reading. And you, there's always, like, the deeper, like, you know, you got to look underneath the underneath sort of thing. So it's just really fun to theorize that. But, you know, I think that's too much credit to give to Justin Bieber. So, <laughs> though that could be true, right? But, like, you know, that, that brings on a pretty interesting question on, like, how if you were a puppet, a, a celebrity puppet, and you were aware of the influence and the chains that are around your neck, then you genuinely can't do anything about it. And the minute that you do do something about it, then not only do you lose your way of life, um, you may possibly just lose your life, I think. You know how I said some celebrities who are able to get into that rich limbo, they're genuinely bad people. And I'm talking about, you know that island? I don't know exactly much about it, but that island where they sell slaves and stuff, and, um, like, uh, celebrities are able to, celebrities and rich people are able to walk through and peruse and buy humans at will. And, yeah, there's, like, that's, like, a thing, apparently. Like, some celebrities are the bad people who are able to participate in that stuff. But there are some celebrities who are the pits being sold themselves, in a way. Um, so, um, what if some celebrities knew about this and they tried to let the public know that, you know, and tried to do the right thing and let people know that something ain't right, something's wrong out there, and you need to know. But before that they're able to, before that they could do even more damage than whatever damage that they already done, they were killed and they were eliminated. Because these people, these rich people, will do, will stop at nothing to hide this reality from you know coming to life from from showing up in the light so they will get rid of you first that because they've got control like a whole lot more control than you would think of the media of hollywood then they're able to first like there's there's two ways that i can see this happening one they'll um you've probably done some bad things like maybe you've made a few mistakes as a celebrity your mistakes are highlighted for the internet to see, even if they're not bad things. Me, like, I'm not saying, like, they're not completely, like, I'm not saying that they're not bad things, but, like, you know, a normal, a normal person can do this and they'll kind of get away with it. But whereas if a celebrity would do it, then it, they would never be able to get rid of that black stain on their reputation. Like, maybe this kid, uh, maybe this celebrity, he's, like, 30 years old, and he said the N-word when he was 12. 
And then this, like the like you know media picks it up and everyone's like, oh my god, he's a racist. He did he he I can't believe he did that. Well, he was twelve. You know what I mean? Like like it wasn't good to have said that. But everyone like does really stupid stuff when they're twelve. You know, some people are pyromaniacs. Okay, like it could be worse. Just I'm just saying. Um, and some and like maybe some people did genuinely do something bad. Uh, when they were younger, maybe they were arrested or something, or maybe they abused drugs or something, you know, like, but they've managed to move on. They managed to reevaluate themselves and become better people, but they can never completely become a better person in the eyes of the media, right? So if they have managed to successfully do that, right, and they wanted to let the world know of this rich limbo and how, um, you know, to expose these people, um, these rich, rich people are going to be like, no, we're going to stop you right there. And they're going to turn the entire media around, make you sound like a freaking loony crazy bin, right? And then you're going to, and then they're going to eliminate you somehow, make you look crazy. Like if you used to abuse drugs, boom, there you go. You uh, abuse drugs again, and it took your life. Or let's say um, they they can't they can't get rid of your reputation, right? Because you you were such an angelly good person, like they can't even like you you there was so you were such a perfect celebrity that there was nothing that they could um you know bring back for you. So what they do is you know they'll frame you for something, you know. Maybe they'll um, pretend that you you know evaded tax. Um, paying tax, or maybe they'll pretend that you took advantage of these group of girls and you're like an inhumane monster and stuff like that. Um, and then once that they, and once that they have done that, whether they've framed you for whatever issue there is or not framed you and just brought back some old, old stuff, they'll make circumstances regarding that which will justify your therefore quote unquote suicide. Because that is how they're going to kill you. They're going to pretend that you killed yourself. They're going to have to manipulate their surroundings your to, to make it believable, right? Which genuinely makes me wonder, right? How many celebrities that we know of who have successfully killed themselves actually killed themselves? Like, yes, so, uh, suicide, depression is an epidemic. I do not deny that. That is a genuine, real issue. But how many rich people have used that to their, their advantage and got rid of people that were making too much noise. How many celebrities, this is just people that we know of, right? There are just some people, normal people, who was at the wrong place at the wrong time and just disappeared. But that doesn't matter because, like, they're not celebrities, right? They're, so they're not always monitored. These are celebrities who are always within the public eye. And somehow, these people were able to get away with murder and make it look like a suicide or make it look like an accident. So, how many actually killed themselves and how many were simply murdered? Just something to think about. Because rich people are weird, rich people are crazy, and the things they do, the lengths that they will go to hide this society, this reality from you, is crazy. And being a celebrity, you kind of, especially a famous one, you kind of, like, you kind of walk straight to the execution block. And and you, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand that when they first get into stardom. Because that's not what they asked for, and they just, they just didn't know. It was part of the fine print. And um, that's kind of just really sad but yeah so i think uh, at the end of the day i think we should just be grateful that for the lives that we have and just enjoy the entertainment that people give us um and uh stay safe from stalkers and everything like um the internet the internet can be tracked back to you. Like, think anything that you consume on the internet. Like, don't think you're as anonymous as you think. It's genuinely like you're not. So, stay safe out there. Um, and I genuinely hope that everyone lives a happy, free life and don't have to go through what some celebrities go through. Genuinely, with the things that they go through, um, I rather think that they're just, I like hope that they're just stupid 
and dumb and not educated properly rather than them being like that because they have like some rich person um hand like up their ass controlling every single movement that they do because that is a life worth like that is a life like worse than death i think because you're not even living so genuinely i just think i just hope to god that they're just dumb and not suffering because that is just that's a sorry existence and i feel bad um but yeah no just be aware that there are some really screwed up people out there and um yeah thank thanks for tuning in this is like kind of a dark that i i ended that on a dark note and even then there's still like there's still things that i could talk about and could go on about with the celebrities curse but um alas we don't have time and um again like i said this is a episode pre-recorded so when i'm recording this it is currently 2023 it is the 21st of december so by the time it comes out for you guys it is probably the end of january uh for 2024 which is crazy um but uh so i won't be able to give you some daily updates on the genocide that is happening in occupied palestine at the moment not live ones at least you know um and i genuinely hope um that by the time the new year rolls around a permanent ceasefire has finally uh been called and um palestine has finally gotten the reprieve that they deserve but if not again keep doing what you're doing boycott at your like you know call out your celebrities call them out for not um for not uh acting you know um and just like let them know of our power, of the power of regular people. Because we might not have money, but we have power in numbers and our determination to do something that we believe is right, okay? So keep boycotting, keep donating, keep updated, keep talking about it. Don't let these people die in silence. Okay, thank you very much. Free Palestine. Thank you all for joining me today on Thoughts and Theories. I hope you've learned something new or taken away something to think about. I hope to see you all next time. Till then, this has been Thoughts and Theories with Asha Ama Asri. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.